And I'm Jess. And we are Swifties Anonymous. So let's talk about the Grammys. Let's talk about the Grammys. <laughs> um, first of all, Harry Styles. <laughs> this is not a Harry Styles podcast, but okay. Yeah, but we're talking about but the, the performance. The performance was on point. That the leather suit, no shirt. <laughs> oh, she's going there. That is all. <laughs> uh, no, that was his was, first Grammys, right? Like the first time has it's been the first nominated time or on there. I I don't know about I, I don't know. I wish that okay. I could look it up, yeah. but I, I don't know. It's not important. Arms or something. Right. It definitely was his first win, but I don't know if it's the first time yeah. he's been there. And it's definitely his first performance, I hope, as I mm-hmm. say that. Definitely. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Like, I mean, it was weird without a crowd. Um, but it was kind of neat to see the performers performing for each other. I don't know. Yeah. I think they did yeah, a good no, job that was what cool. they had. And I know I, that, I really like, Oh, I was just gonna say I really liked the opening lineup with like Harry and Haim and Billy. Heim? Yes. Haim? Haim. Wait. Haim. <laughs> Haim. I always say everything wrong. I know. I I want to say Haim, too. Haim. Um, but I know that, you know, everyone hates the Grammys. Like, the Grammys are a farce. It's it's not True. a hot take to think that. Like, if we know. It's, it's okay. But we watch them to be entertained. And you know what? We were, I think. Yep. Um, but... Yeah, Taylor's performance was so good. So enchanting. Yeah, I loved the um, mashup she did. And I mean, I, I wonder if she's going to perform next year with Evermore, because hopefully Evermore will be nominated for stuff. You would think, because it definitely like falled, falled, fell into, <laughs> you know, the the next year's things, I think. Yeah. Uh, so that's yeah. pretty cool. But yeah, her on the roof of that little tiny Bong Pond Studio House, so cool. Yep. Her dress, her flower Jack mask, and Aaron. That... Oh, loved it. I really, I loved her little floral dress. It was so pretty. She would look so happy when Harry won, too. I know, which was nice. So, yeah, and she I won Album like... of the Year. More importantly, folklore yeah. got the recognition it deserved. Yes. Yeah, and especially for that to have been like the last category, and it's like. <clears throat> We we did not have our hopes up because so far in the night, you know, she hadn't won anything. And it was like, okay, well, I guess we're kissing this one goodbye. But yeah, she did it. And she it was so did good. it. Um, yeah, another I little I Swifty. Oh, you go ahead. No, that my it wasn't important. Another little Swifty. Was it about the Grammys? Yeah. I mean, just like that. I felt like, um, you know, how a lot of times it seems like one artist cleans up everything. I feel like it was pretty balanced. This year. Like yeah, a little, I thought so too. Like distributed. Yeah, because it is kind of, you know, you can kind of see who the favorite is, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But it was cool that it was really, things were spread out. So in other Swifty news, a couple weeks ago, have you heard about that show, Jenny and Georgia, on Netflix? <laughs> yeah, I did hear this. And they like so totally made fun of Taylor Swift or something. Yeah. So first of all, that show sounds like I'm probably going to watch it because it really do be like that. It sounds like a blatant ripoff of Gilmore Girls right down to the alliteration. Oh, what's it about? It's about a single mom with a teenage daughter. Ah, fast dialogue, 
fast cars. Just kidding. I made that up. But yeah, everything I've seen about it, it's like, it's literally Gilmore Pop Girls culture too, references. Like, yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so well, like, now okay, I need to watch well, it. kind of interested. Yeah, definitely going to watch it at some point. Um, but yeah, one of the characters says the line, uh, what do you care? You go through guys like Taylor Swift. Oof. And the Swifty community did not like that. Which it is, it's it's sexist, but it's also, like, very old. Like, Taylor has been with Joe for, yeah. what, four or five years now. You know, yeah, joking seriously. about Taylor Swift love life is very, like, t- 2010, 2011. Yeah, around, like, the red era. Speak now, red era. I feel like that was more yeah. when that was a thing. <laughs> yeah, it's really dated reference. Didn't really gain any traction until Taylor herself tweeted about it. And said, like, not cool, dumb joke, blah, blah, blah. But then some militant Taylor Swift fans, if you can even Uh-oh. call them that, decided to attack the actress who delivered the line. Uh, oh, really? Attacking her on Instagram on Twitter? and Twitter. And like, oh, yeah. Okay. And like leaving, kept like spamming respect Taylor Swift. And I like, mean, she what, didn't write it. What? Yeah. What control did she have? And about I mean, this line. Yeah, I don't know. So that's it just kind seems of silly. The, very. It seems so. Remember when like Star Wars fans were attacking that one actri- actress who played Rose in um, the, oh, yeah. the seventh movie? Eighth? And it like made everyone Maybe hate Star Wars fans. Yeah. I've kind of forgotten yeah. about that movie, but yeah. Well, I do remember yeah. that. <laughs> like, True. Not her and fault. like, yeah, her character was lame, but like, it's not her fault. Like, Remember when people were attacking young Anakin? Oh, yes. <laughs> and now that kid has a terrible life. <sighs> and the prequels weren't that bad, guys. The, the prequels, prequels weren't, weren't that, bad. that bad. Hot take. Okay, next podcast. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the anyway. prequels weren't that bad. <laughs> Should we get into Taylor's yeah. The Next Five Songs? So... I actually have one other bit of it's not really news, but oh, it's just okay. kind of fun. All um, right. So I did see this stupid little headline: Taylor Swift loves David Archuleta's love story mashup. What? So yeah. So on Twitter, <laughs> David Archuleta posted a little video of him singing along his song "Crush" to the bridge to "Love Story." What? And then Taylor, I guess, liked the tweet and then also, like, replied, like, I love this. How have I not heard of this? So Have you I'll, listened? I'll have to send you the article. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, it's pretty good. It's like, he's just, like, in a car singing, like. Oh, okay. You know, so but it's yeah. just. But then he replies, thank you, heart eyes emoji. I live in Nashville now if you want to get together and write. Uh, so did she reply to that? <laughs> no, she didn't. So the Taylor Swift, David Archuleta duo could still happen or, you know, they could work together. Probably not. Wow. Um, but the most alarming thing about this um, article was this sentence. Since his self-titled debut dropped in 2008, Archuleta has released seven more albums. What? <laughs> I did not uh, know this. 
when? You're the local like, David Archuleta fan. Have you have you listened to any of these? No. I listened to, of course, the first album that came out after he was on American Idol when I was, you right. know, what, 15, obsessed with him. And then I think I heard of him releasing a Christmas album that I didn't care about. And then, you know, of course, I grew up. Uh, but I did not know uh, he has seven okay. other albums. In his latest single that he released on Spotify, the album artwork, he has a mask on. It's just kind of funny. Oh. Um, oh. Wow. Yeah, oh he has lots of albums. All right. Yeah, so... Uh, well, that'll be the next podcast, David Archuleta Podcast. <laughs> yeah, once we run out of Taylor, you know. But after we do, the the sequels were not that... Or the prequels were not that bad. All right, so All right. now we can get into the the rest of the album. Yeah, so part Sorry two... Sorry to derail us, but... A Place in This World is the next song, mm-hmm. right? Correct. So, wait, maybe maybe before we dive into it, we should ask, like, what, or I should ask you, what did you think overall of this, this section of the album? This stretch of, how many songs is this, five, that we're trying to cover? Yep. Uh, yeah, it sure, it sure did, uh, sure did exist. I feel like it's going to be the roughest of this entire podcast, maybe. Mm-hmm. Just because. I think so, too. Yeah, I mean, the fir- we already talked about how the first part of the album is so stacked. It's like, the singles... Yeah, back to back to back. Yeah. Like, why not break it up a little? Like, kind of maybe pad out some of these meh songs. Yeah. I mean, there's... Well, we'll get into it. But there's, like, one that I like out of these five that I would... Me too. That I would listen to. One, you'd say? I I agree. Yeah. And it's probably the same one. okay. (laughs) Probably. Okay, so. A Place in This World. You want to give us a little background? Yeah, so I have a quote from Taylor. Um, she said that she wrote this song. Well, I guess I can say it in first person. I wrote this song when I was 13 and had just moved to Nashville. It was tough trying to f- find out how I was going to get where I wanted to go. I knew where I wanted to be, but I just didn't know how to get there. I'm really happy this is on the album because I feel like I finally figured it out. So she wrote this when she was 13. Yeah. So that's, I mean... In itself, I know we say this about pr- pretty much every song on the album, but that is impressive. It is. To write a song this, like, I mean, it's cohesive. It mm-hmm. it makes sense. It's it's saying mm-hmm. something. Um, yep. It's not saying anything original. And it's yeah. not saying anything, you know, eh. With that being said, <laughs> might be my least favorite song on the whole album. On the whole album. Yeah. Yeah, I might. Well, I haven't. I need to finish listening to the rest in depth. But yeah, out of this stretch, this is definitely my least favorite. It's so. just so weak for a Taylor song. Mm-hmm. Um, just it doesn't have any of her like trademark, you know, songwriting ability. It's just like it could have been ghostwritten by a bunch of Hollywood ex- execs or like, you know, Nashville guys like, hey, what would a teenage yeah. girl say? Which yeah. is, is very it's, offensive to Taylor since she did write it herself. But. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a basic teen girl song. I mean, I guess every teen girl and anyone can, like, relate to it in some way. Yeah. Anyone that age. But, yeah, I mean, it's not bad. It's and just it's really, nothing. Yeah, it's really not a bad song at all. Um, It's just aggressively mediocre. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 
And I really, I don't um, want to hate on it so bad because, you know, no, it's I mean, really not bad. It's just, meh. You know. Yeah, I mean, she's, you see where she started. Like, she's right. obviously improved as a songwriter. I don't even know if I could write full sentences when I was 13 without using text speak. So, I mean, I know. Good for her. True. <laughs> I mean, think of the songs that I wrote when I was 12 or 13. No. Which one? Not good. Oh. Any of them. Think no, of songs sure that I wrote were. when I was like in my 20s. Like, this is probably better than any of that. So, <laughs> nope. <laughs> well, Fun fact about this is that Taylor originally wanted to name her first album A Place in This World instead of Taylor Swift, which well, honestly I wouldn't have I don't think that's a bad idea. No, because it's that kind of bad. You know, since it is like about her journey and first moving to Nashville and whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it would be would have made sense. And there's also a little documentary um named after the song. Like, oh. from Great American Country. It's on YouTube. I don't know. I just found it when I was, like, looking up stuff about the song. And I watched a little bit of it. And it was cute. I mean, it's nowhere near Miss Americana. But. Oh. Well, what can be? Yeah. <laughs> there probably wasn't a whole lot that. I mean, I guess it was more like her initial, like, moving to Nashville kind of era of her life. But. Yeah. But, yeah. It definitely fits. It's her journey, I guess, up to that point. Okay, so the tropes. What what tropes did you find? It's, You're the trope. It's pretty hunter. tropey. Uh, so yeah. we got radio. Blue jeans mm-hmm. is weirdly a trope, mm-hmm. especially for this album. She mentions the radio yeah. and blue jeans a lot. Rain Country is music. one of her. Yeah. Yes, very much. Rain is one of her. You know, go tos. Oh yeah. Um, emotional vulnerability. I mean, that's just really her songwriting style, but it's still tropey. The wide-eyed optimism of this song. Yeah. And Rhodes. And also being just a girl. Very true. I mean, I think that's a Taylor trope. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. That's pretty pretty tropey. Did you have a favorite lyric? Could you pick out a favorite lyric or a least favorite lyric maybe? (laughs) So I didn't pick out any because... Really? I just none You're of it trouble. like all of it is like words together and I'm just like Neh. yeah so I know I, I was it's bad but yeah okay well I did pick one I mean just because okay. I feel like I had to so what I picked was I'll be strong I'll be wrong but life goes on I mean it's not like I th- amazing but if I had to pick a favorite yeah I thought about that know. one too that I'd probably pick that one but I didn't, I just like on my notes where I have favorite line, I just put it like a blank, a blank space, really. <laughs> yes. So. All right. Yeah. So. I mean, I don't know what else to say about this. It's just. Yeah. Yeah. She's going to uh, face some obstacles, but life will go on. She's going to she find is. her place. She's just a girl. Well, her secret message is, I found this. So she, she did it. She sure did. She can retire now. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a pretty good secret message. Rating? Question mark. What was your rating? You go first on this one. I give it a two out of ten. Ooh. <laughs> I was harsh. But I think Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I just, I'm sorry. It's, and again, it's not bad. It's just bad for Taylor. Yeah, yeah bad for Taylor. Yeah, I gave it a, um, I started at a four, but then, no, I, I think a three. I think I settled on a three. I think I honestly started at a three, and then I went down to 2.5, and then just earlier today when I was finalizing everything, I I, put, I finally was like, it's a two. Just, just a two. Oh. <laughs> I wonder if she ever like has played this at any of her live shows since this tour. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know I how wonder. often she plays her old songs that aren't singles, but probably not very because yeah. she has such a huge catalog and so many like fan favorites. I can't imagine this being one of them. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, what about the Swifty scale? Uh, I it's not soup. It's it's just not super trope heavy, or it's pretty trope heavy, but it's not super Swifty. Like, cause like yeah. I said, it's, it sounds like it could have been written by some Nashville Any, executives just yeah. writing words down. So I gave it like a four. Yeah, that's fair. Like it does have four a lot of the tropes, alones. but yeah. For what? For alones on my owns. <laughs> yes. That's a good one. For radios. Um, I would try to think of something else, but honestly, I can't remember anything else in the song. Yeah, um, for much. just a girls out of ten, just a girls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, cold as you. <laughs> cold as Should you. We, I mean, yeah, let's go. All right, I like this song. Just gonna say it. I this is the one that I like. I really enjoy. On first yeah. listen, I was like, I don't know, but then I got into those lyrics, and I was like, All right, pretty. Pretty solid. Very solid. So just a little bit of background. She here writes about her experience with an emotionally unavailable guy. A very Taylor Swift thing to do. Um, And she said that um, I wrote this song with Liz, and I think the lyrics of this song are some of the best we've ever written, which I can agree with that. It's about that moment when you realize or where you realize someone isn't all isn't at all who you thought they were. And that you've been trying to make excuses for someone who doesn't deserve them. And that some people are just never going to love you. We were halfway through writing this when I started singing. And now that I'm sitting here thinking it through, I've never been anywhere cold as you. And now see, here's the contrast of like, you know, a place in this world just being like plain, like Mm -hmm. on the nose, like this is what's happening versus this song where it's like the way she's talking about this guy that's emotionally unavailable and you know, a rainy ending given to a perfect day. Like, there's the Taylor we know. Yes. She's back and better than ever. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Um, And also, she said this is her favorite song on the album, which is really right. cool. Well, yeah. Yeah, this is definitely my favorite of um, the non-singles, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't really listen to this before. Yeah, I hadn't listened to it until now, but I really missed out because it's her first track five. Yeah. This is where it all started. Her, which track five is usually Taylor's most emotionally vulnerable song. She always seems to put it on track five. I, did she only like acknowledge that in the, um, I, oh, I thought it, it was like, only after red that she started or 
on Red that oh, she okay. really acknowledged it. I thought I could be wrong. Okay, yeah. I thought maybe it was just with the what is it? The folklore sessions? Oh, long pond yeah. sessions. Maybe that was the first time she like actually acknowledged it, but I think really the fans started maybe noticing it more around Red. For some reason Red sticks in my mind, I don't know why. But this, I yeah. mean, obviously starts it all. So cold as you walked, so my tears ricochet could run. Yeah, is what we're saying. Basically. <laughs> could you imagine listening to this song at like, you know, 15, 16, whatever, thinking about who, like what boy even at that point, but you're in a yeah. music video, it's raining, you're looking out the car window. Could you just imagine? I, yeah, I know. It's so good. And I feel like the lyrics are pretty mature for um, someone her age. Like very... Like, the type of stuff, like, when she says, like, so I start a fight because I need to feel something, like, I don't know. It's just, like, dang. That's very uh, Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls energy. <laughs> you know, bleed just to know you're Thank alive. You. Just yeah. Kidding, but, but, yeah. So Taylor walks No, so I mean, that's really hard hitting. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, again, for someone her age, like, experiencing that type of, like, relationship already yeah so um yeah i don't know i don't i wasn't really adding anything just saying, okay yeah, i guess yeah. again also like, like another line i like which before i mean i i don't want to get into the favorite lyric quite yet but just when she says like every smile you fake is so condescending like i don't know i like that line oh. too there's so many good ones in the song it's actually. such a good line and the way she says it i mean we've talked about her delivery but like that Especially Ugh, the delivery. way it flows is so, so good. Yeah. And if you can use um, the word condescending in a song and it flow that well, that's that's how you know. True. You got something true. good. Should it be, I've never been anywhere as cold as you? Probably, but I don't think that would fit. Mm. As cold, yeah. That probably grammatically yeah. is correct, but. She still gets her point across pretty good. Yeah, no. I think. I mean, it's country music. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Trying to pick it apart too much. So is it trope? Trope o'clock? Yeah, it's trope time. Extremely, extremely Taylor here. Yes. So we've got, we got your rain. We got your unrequited love. We got your weather. Um, So dramatic. Even if there's not like any, like a ton of specific actual tropes, the whole dr dramaticness of the bridge. Oh, yeah. Dying for she you. Would, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, dying for a man. I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, and then the color as a metaphor is is very Taylor. Yes. And her, her man, like, telling stories about her, like, spreading rumors. Oh, or telling, true. I mean, that's kind of pretty Taylor-y. Oh, definitely. Yeah, she's... Yeah, it's pretty Taylor. I mean, like, it's the list Taylor. of tropes doesn't seem that long, but... Yeah, but like, just the, the, as a whole. Yeah. And the, the, song is the very emotional, Taylor. like, vulnerability and the, the word choice is, is, yes, very, very Taylor. Yeah, more so than the last one, which I feel like if you were just to list, like, the tropes, maybe would have seemed even, but yeah. Yeah, true. Like, my actual list of the tropes in A Place in This World is, like, a lot more, but just as a whole, it's Taylory. Yeah. So favorite lyric time? Okay. Do you want to go first or me? You're dancing. <laughs> okay. Well, I like this lyric a lot. So, um, okay. which 
you're going to make fun of me because it's kind of long, but it goes together. So, um, so my favorite was, and you come away with a great little story of a mess of a dreamer with a nerve to adore you. That was my favorite too. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> yes. The, the mess of a dreamer with the nerve yeah. to adore you. And you right. have to, I mean, the whole line flows. So the, the whole lyric, yeah. you know, is one, but especially the, the second nerve line to adore yeah. you just like, yeah, the, the nerve broke. And it reminds me of, you know, this part on The Office that became a meme where Andy's like, sorry, I annoyed you with my friendship. <laughs> like, <laughs> sorry, I annoyed you with my love. Yeah, exactly. Adoration. Literally that. Yeah, it's so good. Um, I also, I had another second favorite. You put up walls okay. and paint them all a shade of gray. <laughs> oh, man. There's really so many. Of so many. Yeah, I had a hard time picking because there were so many opposite of a place in this world where I couldn't even pick one because there I couldn't pick any <laughs> so you got two for this song to make up for not having one yeah there we go but yeah. the the shades of gray painting the walls a shade of gray or whatever uh reminded me of in Coney Island the song where Matt Berninger sings did I paint your bluest skies the darkest gray oh yeah parallels it's true yeah <laughs> she does love her colors Yes. Uh, um, rating. So yes. yeah, rating. Um, what what was your rating? Uh, I have a five point five written down. Mm-hmm. I originally had it at a six, then I put it to a five point five. But actually, I think I'll go back to the six. Okay. Talking about how much I like it, you know, made me realize I actually do. I like it a lot. Lyrically, like if we were breaking it down lyrically, this would be very strong. On, like, yes i think something about the music takes the points down a little yeah um for me i put six i was like kind of six six point five somewhere around there but uh yeah i settled on a six very yeah, strong it is song. i think yeah i feel like imagine this song but produced like by aaron desner like with the folklore oh, yes. noises you know <laughs> Ooh, do you think I mean, when she does the re-recordings, I think we I'm just had interested. a case of parallel thought because, yeah, as soon as I started saying that, I'm like, there could be a chance. Because, yeah, the thing that bugs me about this song is that that like piano intro, the like it's literally yeah. forty other country songs, or maybe not even country right. songs could be other songs. Just it's yeah, just very so cliche. uninspired and boring. Right. But, yeah. And I don't. That's not necessarily her fault, but. Also, like, just looking at the lyrics again, like, ain't no use defending words that you'll never say. Like, another good line. There's so many good ones. Amazing. Um, all right. So, Swifty Scale? Is that the last? I think that's it. I put a six. <sighs> a six? Yeah. Because it's pretty high, but not, like, out of the park. Six um, gray painted walls. <laughs> out of 10 yeah or um, six faked smiles Ooh, i yes. feel like a fake smile is also a trope yeah is it? our smile smiles our smile in, smiles general, in general but i feel like a uh, yeah definitely i'll yeah. add that to the list for future reference one. or something <laughs> smile in parentheses faked here we go all right. Well, it's all downhill from here. No. 
Definitely. Yeah, just kidding. <laughs> no. I think it's time for a little break, and then we'll come back and talk about the rest right. of the songs. Also, ignore the way I said break. I feel like I sounded really country. Break. It's from listening to this album so much. Break time. And oh. we're back. We are back. <laughs> Swifties Anonymous are back. And we're the worst because we accidentally missed the secret message on Cold As You because we were so excited talking about the lyrics. So yeah. just to backtrack, the secret message was time to let go. Pretty straightforward. So, which I guess she did. We don't even know who that song was about as a person. I know. Like, we don't know the guy. Vague. So yeah. So if it's not Joe Jonas, then I don't care. Just kidding. Or Harry Styles. <laughs> True. <laughs> All right. So we're going to move on to the outside now. All right. So. So um, there's lots of background about this. So I'll just tell you what Taylor said about this song. So she said, it's about what I was going through at the time, which, yeah, obviously. I was a complete outcast at school and never fit in, never felt like I belonged. A lot of times back then when I was 12 or 13, I would write songs about relationships relationships when I wasn't in relationships because I would look at other people and try to observe what they were going through so I mean she's already kind of doing the yeah storytelling kind of thing but in the case of the outside I was writing exactly what I saw I was writing from pain and I've always felt so lucky because I've never needed an escape like drinking or drugs or anything like that to escape from the bad days music has always been that escape for me so that's a long quote that was quite. <laughs> so she wrote this when she was 12 or 13, I guess? Yeah, that's what I saw. Well, oh no, she said, okay, when she was 12 or 13, she would write songs about relationships. Oh, I see. But this song but I think didn't I also write. read that okay. she read when, or she wrote when she was 12-ish. Yeah, she wrote it when she was just 12. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's pretty good for being 12. <laughs> I mean, this is just impressive. It's, yeah. This is Um, is better than, I mean, I think I like this one better than A Place in This World, personally. That's what I'm saying. Like, this song is very much A Place in This World, too, it feels like. Um, But that's only because it comes later in the album. (laughs) But it's, (laughs) but it's, it's catchier, the words, you know, she's not, again, not saying anything original, necessarily, but it's not as cliched, it's not quite as draggy. Yeah. Musically as yeah. well, it's a lot more catchy and fun and uh, much easier to listen to. Yeah, and she, I think this is a little bit more like specific to her situation because she also said that this is one of the first songs she ever wrote and it talks about the very reason she ever started to write songs. Yeah. She said it was when I was 12 years old and complete outcast at school. She was a lot different than all the other kids and never really knew why. I was taller, sang country music at karaoke bars and festivals on the weekends <laughs> while the other girls went to sleepovers. Which, that sounds a lot better than sleepovers, but yeah, I guess when you're 12, you don't really think, of, you can't really put it in perspective like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so this song is kind of a bop. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just read where you put basically a place in this world to a 3D concert experience. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, I mean, it's uber, uber relatable, obviously. Yeah, I mean, we've all felt that. An outsider at school. 
Yep. You're different. You tend to be rejected. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you're tall and sing country music at karaoke bars. Yeah. Which I can't relate to that, but. (laughs) Was she that tall already when she was 12? You know how girls like hit their growth spurts like really early, like way before the guys. And it is you're always like awkwardly tall. Yes. (laughs) I mean, even me, like I'm only five, four, but I remember like being super tall. At that, yeah, there was a time where like we were always the same height, and then all of a sudden you were like very tall, and then I (laughs) also got to the same height, and then we're just like we're the same height again, and then we stopped growing at the age of (laughs) thirteen. Yeah, Um, I don't think I've grown since I was yeah since I was yeah no or thirteen or fourteen. Nope, that was it. Um. Oh, also, just a small note: when the first part of the song, like when I first hear the. First part of the song, I don't know if you can play it in your mind or play a little clip. Mm-hmm. Um, right before the steel <laughs> guitar, it sounds like a Disney Channel original show. Like, I feel like there should be some Miley Cyrus oohs over it or something. <laughs> And Come like on. it's panning to the high school or something. Like, I don't know. Just something about it. It sounds very Disney oh Channel gosh. to me. I totally get what you mean. Yeah, it's great. Now that's all I can think of. <laughs> but um, I guess the secret message is you are not alone. So that's I mean, that's pretty cute. That's yeah. It's pretty fitting. For this All you teen girls out there, you're not alone in mm-hmm. feeling like you're on the outside. I feel like there was a song in some sort of Disney Channel original movie that was about, like, the outside looking in. What you're, is the outside looking is in? Anyone... There is, there is, there's a song, right? Like, Yeah. That is a song. But I can't I don't think know of what... who even sang it. But it was on a Disney Channel original movie. I gotta go my own way. No, not that one. (laughs) I've got to move on. Yeah. Yep, that's what I'm thinking of. I think it's on every Disney Channel original movie. Is I think that's kind of the thing. So the song is pretty tropey. But not not super tropey. So we've got our first, well, I don't know if it's necessarily the first, but the first very obvious like literary reference. So we've got, I tried to take the road less traveled by, oh, is a Robert yeah. Frost road not taken, which she uses, she says that a lot, which I guess it is kind of a common saying, but I feel like she's definitely like a poetry nerd, so she knew what she was doing here. Mm-hmm. Uh, being alone, definitely one. Uh, yeah. Being an underdog. Yes. And then just road in general. She says just it a lot on this road. album. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I'm so surprised. I guess that's not... not super tropey, but yeah, yeah, it's not really that bad. Yeah, I mean, or good. Not that tropes are a bad thing, right? For something, yeah, it's not super swifty. I guess it's really also the line about it being too late to to do anything. What is this like? What is... Wait, what's the little... line? She says. So you saw me there, but you never knew. I would give it all up to be a part of this, a part of you. And now it's all too late. So you see, you could have helped if you'd wanted to, but no one notices until it's too late to do anything. Like, 
It doesn't. It, what is that talking about? I don't know. It's very vague. Hmm. And the little genius annotation says, a bit of a dark turn on how nobody realizes someone is an outsider until they do something something drastic. Like, oh, gosh. I don't think she's trying to go, like, all pumped up kicks on anybody, but, like. <laughs> no, I don't think so either, but, I mean, maybe. No, I didn't really get that vibe until I saw that little annotation, but it's it says it's unreviewed, so we're going to say that that's not, that's not relevant, and that's not what Taylor people was trying can to just, say at all. Yeah, people can just, like, put their own notes, right? I mean, just whatever, oh, yeah. and then they get little upvotes or something. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, we'll I'm just gonna vote. It it's a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the community you can feedback and put like you know it either restates the line, it's missing something, it's a stretch or other. It's definitely a stretch. So, what is your favorite lyric though? Did you did you pick a favorite lyric? In the bridge where she says, "Oh yeah." <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> I just love, I don't, you know, the lyrics, nothing really like stood out. I guess like the road less traveled by line, I guess if I had to pick, but it's just something about yeah. like the, especially the way it is on genius. Like it says chorus, blah, blah, blah. And then bridge in little brackets says bridge. Oh yeah. Can you put the, oh yeah, over top of the beginning of the song that sounds like a Disney channel. And then it would really be from Hannah yes. Montana somehow. It would literally be from Hannah Montana. <laughs> Season two. Um, uh, <laughs> that's a good line. I enjoy that too. Uh, my favorite that I picked was, how could I ever try to be better? Nobody ever lets me in. Because, I mean, it is kind of frustrating. Like, how do I fit in and be your friend if I don't even know how? If you can't even. Yeah, true. Like, oh, I also I do know. like, I can still see you. This ain't the best view. I feel like it's, uh, I don't know. It's kind of, if I'm still looking at you, it's not a good view. <laughs> Kind of a zinger. I like, I like, I like ain't. I like the use of yeah. ain't. It's very, no, I don't, I don't know. You I got something in my out. crawl. <laughs> I need a cough. So cut this out. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> better. Well, you feeling better? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. What's your, um, no, for real, what's your rating? Oh, yeah. Um, I gave it a four out of ten. Four out of ten. I gave it a 4.5. Maybe yeah. that's a little generous, but... <laughs> no, I yeah, 4.5. It's fair. Now I forgot what did I rate. Yeah, because a place in this world I rated a three. So, yeah, 4 yeah. or 4.5. I'll stick with 4.5 since I've already said yeah. it. It's infinitely more listenable than uh, a place in this world, but it's, you know, it's not one I'm going to, like, go to. Yeah, I wouldn't... If I were to make like a playlist of some of the songs from this album to keep like and listen to in my Taylor Swift rotation, I would not include this one. Yeah. Sorry, so what Taylor. do we give it on the Swifty scale based on the tropes? I I wrote down 3.5 out of 10. Is it's it just not? Oh, yeah. 3.5. Yeah. Not as a little less Swifty than a place in this world for sure. Yeah. Even though it does feature a nice little literary reference, it still is like. Not swiftly. Yeah, I mean, so it's you don't 3. got any eyes. Point five. Yeah, right. No rain. Three point five roads out of roads not traveled. <laughs> Three point five. Oh yes, out of ten. Oh yes. <laughs> oh, and another thing about the oh yeah bridge is like 
seeing how far she's come as far as bridges, you know, think about like champagne problems, that bridge oh, compared yeah. to so oh, many yeah. bridges. Wait, is this the one in... This is terrible because all the songs are blending together now in this little section. But is this the one where, like, the bridge and then it's, like, the guitar is, like, down, 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 down. I think so. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I like that little guitar part. Yeah. Is that Mr. Nashville? It's fun. Putting his Definitely. Little... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that little guitar part gave me the point five extra oh, on the four. Oh, yeah. That really just. I feel that. Kind of gave it that little extra something. Okay, so tied together with a smile. Tied together with a smile. Thoughts? I just like the way she says tied. Yeah. True. Um. Uh, well, I'll give you a little background before I give you my thoughts because I don't really have very many thoughts. Yeah, same. So, <laughs> I mean, this song's actually pretty sad because Taylor said... It is. What, one of my best friends is absolutely beautiful. She goes to beauty pageants and wins everything. Girls want to be her, and guys want to be with her. I wrote this song the day I found out about her eating disorder. It completely blew my mind, and this one was tough to write because I wasn't just telling some sad story. This was real. This song is basically about the girls I know and the difficult things I saw them go through. I've never seen this song as a lecture. It's really about how no matter what my friends go through, I'm always going to love them. So that's pretty sad. Yeah, I mean, it's really, like, it's it's very sad and, and real. Yeah, definitely very personal. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's pretty on the nose, but in not necessarily a bad way. I don't know. If you're going to write a song about an eating disorder, like, I think she does a pretty good job with it. Yeah, and I guess, I mean, this wasn't about Abigail, right? I don't think Abigail went to beauty pageants. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I didn't really, I couldn't really find a whole lot of, like, other information about this song. Uh, yeah. Cause, I mean, it's really straightforward. I, you know, I don't really have a lot of thoughts on it, except for um, just in the chorus in particular. And it is in the verses, too, but the, the like, guy backup singer that's on a lot of the songs in this album, mm-hmm. he's mixed really loud in this song. Like, <laughs> it Who sounds is like it? a duet. Who's the guy? I don't know. Do know I don't. I mean, I guess she features him up. somehow more than like the guy from Mumford and Sons, whose name I can't remember, in Cowboy right. Lightning and like, <laughs> some other songs that actually have featured artists. This yeah. guy gets featured more, but that's you it's know, a pretty good. That's my real, yeah. I mean, it's it's not a bad song at it's all. It's a good song. There's, um, the secret message is pretty sweet. You are loved. That is sweet. So that's nice. Again, I feel like like this is like the um, teen girl pick me up starter pack section of Definitely. songs. Definitely, like I mean, yeah. well, all of Taylor Swift is really, but just I don't especially know. Especially these, yeah, especially this these. little stretch of songs. Uh, so not super tropey as far as Taylor goes. Um, yeah, the mention of golden or gold mm-hmm. is. Color. Definitely yeah. in a lot of her songs. Smiles, pretty, crying. I feel like she says crying a lot, but yeah. Um, I don't know. What about like the water's high, you're jumping into it? Is I feel like that's yeah. somehow a trope, but that's what I was thinking too. Something about water has to be Taylor, but I couldn't, you know, I don't know. 
Yeah, ju- jumping maybe. I don't know. It makes me think of jump then fall somehow. But um, uh, one thing that is weird with this song is the way this second line in the chorus goes. She goes, "The water's high, but you're jumping into in it." Yeah, I was just reading those you lyrics, know? and I'm like, "Is that right?" There's like an extra syllable. Yeah, because when I was reading the lyrics before, you know, like I listened to the song, but I didn't really know what she was saying. And then when I looked at the lyrics and I'm I'm hearing it in my head and I'm just like, the water's high and you're jumping into it. Like I was I thought she stretched out the into. But then I listened to the song and read the lyrics along with it. And I was like, into in it. The water's high and you're jumping into in it. (laughs) So explain. The water's high, you're jumping in. I like the effect. I don't know if it's an effect or the way she sings. I mean, I know we talk about this a bunch, but like high when she says the water is high, like there's some kind of effect or something on her voice that I like. Oh, or I don't know. Or maybe it's you just again, trick the me way into she's listening singing. to the song again so I can know what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, I don't know what I want to say about this, but can we talk about real quick the second verse when you're giving it like giving it away like it's extra change? Hoping it'll end up in his pocket, but he leaves you out like a penny in the rain. Like, I don't know. It's just funny that she keeps this change illustration yeah, going throughout the I whole I was thinking second. that, yeah, like the, the extra change and then the penny in the rain and then it's not his price to pay. Like, she yeah. commit to the bit. She she really did. I mean, I, I like it. Yeah. Again, the loud vocals when it's extra change. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's... I, yeah it's a song yeah i know uh so favorite lyric oh yeah what's your favorite lyric um i i don't know i had a hard time picking here too because it's just like nothing like super stood out i i picked i picked the leaves you out like a penny in the rain just because it does paint a picture yeah yeah i was having a hard time with this one too like more so than the first song whose name i already forgot um no um i i wrote down seems like the only one who doesn't see your beauty is the face in the mirror looking back at you i mean kind of cliche but that was just one that i was like yeah everyone can relate to that i did like the penny one too though that's a good one yeah yeah especially because i I think the commitment to the bit i think i like yours better than mine can i change mine now no i'm not gonna steal yours So I rated this song uh, four out of five. I mean, four out of five. No. <laughs> wow. That's really high. That's too high. That's too high. 4.5. <laughs> but now, again, maybe I should. Actually, no, I'm changing it to a four. Change it to a I, four. I rated it a four as well. Okay. Um. Yeah. But now I'm thinking, okay, could it be a 3.5? But it's really, like, it's honestly just not a bad song at all. Like, if it came up on yeah. Shuffle, I might listen to it, but I also might very well skip it. It just depends. Yeah. I think I like this one. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. What about so Swifty what Scale? About the Swifty? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I didn't even write down a number because I was hoping that we could talk about it. Because it's just not... Maybe it's like... It must be pretty low, don't you think? I mean, is it... Is it a four? Could it be a four? I would say got, either a four or less. Or even a 3.5. Three but and a half I don't know. pennies left out in the rain? 
Maybe four. We could say four pennies. Because of the commitment to the bit. It's not it's not like a swifty song in the fact that you know, usually she has like a it's more of a breakup song or about a guy or something. Not yeah. always, but that's that's usually her more swifty songs. So Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess the subject matter isn't something she often covers. Right, the subject like, matter. Not yeah. that it's necessarily you know, she obviously did a good job, you know, writing about this particular subject matter, it's a touchy subject. Are we on our final song or did you have any other thoughts about this? I had nothing. <laughs> I had no other thoughts. I'm same. <laughs> so, Stay Beautiful. Stay beautiful. I actually kind of like this song. I didn't really care about it and then it's it's kind of grew on me. It's pretty cute. Me too. It is really cute and it's very very catchy. Yeah, and I like how it talks it is the second song on this album to mention a boy by name. That's always fun. Yeah. Got to love a name <laughs> drop. So just a little background, this is about a boy Taylor had a crush on in high school, which I found conflicting information, but I'll just read this quote first. Um, basically embodies high school relationships, acknowledging things may not work out between the two, but still enjoying present romance. Actually, no, this is a terrible quote. Ignore this, because this is not <laughs> true, because <laughs> maybe just edit that whole thing out. No, um... I found that the song was about Corey, who she had a crush on in fourth grade. Yeah. In, in f- doing thought, further I research. But I also saw that um, he moved away and she never got to tell him that she liked him. And she expressed it in a song at the school talent show. So oh, I don't know if that's true, too. <laughs> but um, she also like a direct quote about the song. She says, after hearing my songs, a lot of people ask me, how many boyfriends have you had at that Netflix show you were talking about? Mm-hmm. And I always tell them that more of my songs come from observation than actual experience. In other words, you don't have to date someone to write a song about them. This is a song I wrote about a guy I never dated. Wow. Right. Laughs. <laughs> Didn't need to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the song's about a guy I thought was cute and never really talked to him much, but something about him inspired the song just watching him, which I love this because so. I totally relate to this. This sounds like something I would do in middle school. Like, I never have talked to this guy, but I'm just going to write an entire song or something about him. Like, <laughs> it's so, so, so... Like you. <laughs> oh, okay. Just me, huh? No. All of us. But, but I mean, you said it, so... <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, this is the most relatable song to me, like, if I would have listened to this when I was a teenager more, yeah. but, um, yeah, so this song is about Corey. From Corey in the House. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And actually, did you see a picture of him when I was, no, was looking up the song? Yeah. Does and his like eyes Corey are, in Corey fact, in like a jungle. It does not really? like Corey and Corey in the House. Corey oh. from Corey in the House. Where did you find no, this I found picture? S- I need to look. Um, it was like some kind of article that was like songs, guys that Taylor Swift songs are about. I mean, I don't uh, know if, I don't know if it really was him, but. Um, so he had like dark green eyes? They weren't dark green. They were like light green. I, assuming this was him. Like that kind I'll of to, I should have, in, I should have like shown you this before, but he did have nice eyes. If this is in fact Corey. <laughs> From but, Corey in the house. From Corey. <laughs> she um, 
had a Target commercial, too. Hmm. I guess it was promoting her album Speak Now, and she said in, like, this commercial, it all started with my first crush in fourth grade, Corey Robertson. He liked the cool girl. She had straight hair. Little did he know I was writing songs about him after school, dreaming one day of becoming a country singer. Which is funny. They always have straight hair. That she hair. called him out. Yeah, I know. Right? By name. Yeah, like, straight up first and last name. Okay, so, so that's why I said that. that. I couldn't imagine, like, writing a song in middle mm-hmm. school about a guy that I knew in elementary school and then you know years later being like his name was this and then him being like i went to school with her like what i don't remember her yeah (laughs) i mean Corey robertson does seem like a pretty common name but definitely common um yeah so that's why i guess we heard directly from taylor that she wrote or she this was about her crush in fourth grade so i guess the high school thing was not true yeah, that sounds so. Sounds made up. I think I got, yeah, I think that was on the Taylor Swift fan Wikipedia. So they need to fix that. <laughs> but yeah, it's just funny that. I mean, this song is pretty cute. It reminds me of that one it country is. song. I is I can't remember who sings it. Alan Jackson or or George Strait or somebody. She don't know she's beautiful. Never crossed oh. her. They don't know she's beautiful. But the but the opposite you know she's singing to yeah him. he don't know he's beautiful you know what i'm talking about did you like my i own do but now vocals i did on myself <laughs> sammy kershaw is the artist That's, it wasn't alan jackson i swore it was alan jackson nah but you know sammy Ker- unless unless he covered it I and even, i don't know I but know what i do know the song is um, yeah i don't know <laughs> um but yeah, it is a very cute song. It's nice that she like wishes well for this guy, even though she didn't get to date him. Yeah, it's not like salty or anything. It's just like, yeah, it's just cutesy. So the secret message, which this is cracking me up. I don't get it, and I couldn't find anything about it, but shake and bake. Like the so chicken? Is it, it, right. Is it an inside joke? For, like, maybe her and some friends or something? Yeah, I don't know. Is it, like, it wouldn't have been her and Corey's inside joke. Yeah, if they only knew each other in fourth grade or whatever. We need Taylor Swift to um, come on this podcast and explain it to us. Or do, like, an Ask Reddit and we can ask her what that means. (laughs) So. But now it just makes me want fried chicken. Okay. Yeah. So, trope. (laughs) Yeah, the trope time. So obviously, name drop again with the yes. radio. Yeah. Oh, um, the way she says radio. Radio. <laughs> I love it. Radio. It is good. Eyes, obviously. Mm-hmm. I wish that jungle eyes were more like more of a thing. Yeah. Uh, smile. Other yeah. girls. Yep. Pretty girls. Even she the fact doesn't that say they're pretty. other. You know. It's still, right. you know, understood. Uh, rain, pictures. I feel like something about looking through pictures is definitely. Uh, At least she's not burning them. But yeah, true. That's definitely, it seems like a trope. Waiting for a boy, their love being a story, even mm-hmm. though they may not have been in love. He's a daydream yeah. or a guy being a daydream mm-hmm. or any kind of daydream, uh, honestly. 
And also yeah. him not knowing. Yep. Or this subject, you know, whichever, not knowing. Which the fact so, that she, yeah, the fact that it's the boy's name, that is like ultimate Swifty trope. I love it. Yeah. And the eyes and smile and rain, like this, yeah. even oh, though yeah. it's not, it, it's a lot, uh, it's, I don't know. It's like the the Swifty scale is like weighted or something like each each trope carries more weight. So like this is very, very Swifty and very tropey to me. Yeah. Yeah. The subject, everything. Yeah. So, so what was your favorite line? Did you have a line? favorite lyric? Okay. Me? me? You go okay. first. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm taking pictures in my mind so I can save them for a rainy day. That's cute. I don't know. I like it. It is cute. It reminds and me also. I know it. we've. Yeah, of course. Well, it's always the delivery, right? But it just <laughs> reminds me of on the office when Jim and Pam. I guess it's like their wedding day, and they're like pretending to take like snapshots. Oh no, the snapshot thing. That's cute. Yeah, that's the only good thing ma- about makes me think of that that wedding. Oh, <laughs> I hate their How wedding dare episode. You? I mean, I, I like the Chris Brown forever. <laughs> I, so that's like, I, the rest, it's a double episode. So the rest of it, I love the actual wedding. I hate so much and not just because of the dancing. I hate them looking at each other across the chapel or whatever. And they're just like, well, you can't see me, but they're just making Jim and Pam faces at each other. And so dumb and annoying. It's Jim's cool just that they looking at on the, the camera. Boat. Exactly. <laughs> like when, uh. when Dwight is dressed up as him and keeps going like this, like that. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, so my – I wrote down yeah, a least lyric? favorite lyric. Oh, okay. And I'm going to back up from the mic so I can sing this for you guys. Beautiful, beautiful, the beautiful. <laughs> she does this two times. And I'm just like, oh, hate it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I hope that's It's so true. Burst anybody's eardrums. But. I – Every time that part, I picture some kind of like cheesy like dance too. Like, yeah, I don't know, <laughs> like some kind of weird dance with the shoulders, <laughs> a little shoulder yeah. dance. Um, but yeah, but here, let me just read the line to you so you really get it. Beautiful, oh, okay. beautiful, 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 beautiful. <laughs> don't forget the beautiful. Oh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And she kind of does a little, a uh, beautiful, a beautiful, a beautiful. I'm going to stop saying this now. How much of this is going to have to get cut? Because I, my goodness. Beautiful isn't a word now. It's been said too many times. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, when I was just writing out my notes for this, I I wrote I wrote the line, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And I'm like, that's, that's not a word. It doesn't look like a word anymore. So you don't actually have a favorite lyric. You're choosing your, you don't. I you, chose my least favorite. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah, fair. So <laughs> my rating was um, five, but I upped it to 5.5 after I listened to it and like loved how relatable it is. I know that's high for the song, wow. but just, just out of like a little extra just relatability seems like something I would write in my diary at age of 12. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh. So I think I started with a four and then I dropped it to 3.5 when I started oh. thinking about the beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And it's, yeah, it's now that you've pointed like, out really, the beautiful, beautiful. I don't even mind this song. Like, I don't hate it by any means. Like, it's really, it's really cute and catchy. 
Um, but I don't know. Maybe could I up it to a four, or should I should I keep it? I don't know. Keep me keep. I don't know because of the beautiful, 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 beautiful. Yeah. Uh, but the Swifty scale though, pretty high. I wrote down a yeah. six, but it yeah, could, I was just it thinking it could be more like a six point five. I don't know. What do you think? Is it more Swifty than Cold as You? Because I think we gave Cold as You a six, right? Oh, true. I feel like it's. A, I don't think it's any more. The Swifty. boy's name. The boy's name that says it a little does. bit. Yeah. Yeah. So it might be so, right at the same because of the the boy's so, name. Wait, did we go with six? Six, six or six point five? What do you think? Um, six point five for me. I'm thinking six point five. Six point five. Jungle eyes. <laughs> or wait, six point five. Beautiful. <laughs> Out of ten. So we did it. We got through we got through the hardest little section. We did. Most difficult section. Yeah. And we got some we got some good ones on the next episode. I know. Join us next time where we talk about Should Have Said No, Mary's song, our song, and I'm only me when I'm with you. See you then. You forgot to say Mary's song in parentheses. Oh my my. Oh my gosh, you're so right. <laughs> no, I so many song title songs. <laughs> oh wait, excuse me. In parentheses, oh my my my. Three. Months. Oh my my. <laughs>